for shiitake logs. I think um, last one, I know the one we use a lot around here is ironwood because they don't grow super thick, about like four inches maybe. Alors, c'est Vieux Farcaturé, vous écoutez WGXC Accra 90.7 FM. Wave Farms Art Park is now open on Saturdays. Drop in for unannounced guided tours on Saturdays from noon to 6 p.m. or book a tour in advance on other days. Wave Farms 29-acre campus in Acre is the home of the art park with 13 installations in the study center, WGXC Acre Studio, the Wave Farms International Artist Residency Program. Visitors on Saturdays receive a guided tour of the campus. Admission is free and tours typically last 60 to 90 minutes. Again, on Saturdays, Wave Farms Art Park is open for drop-in visits anytime from noon to 6 p.m. from June through October. Stop by Wave Farm on Saturdays, noon to 6 p.m. WGXC Underwriting Support is provided in part by Suncommon, supporting vibrant communities across New York for 15 years, offering custom solar installations for homes, farms, and businesses. Information at suncommon.com. WGXC is made possible in part Please. by the generous ongoing support of Jenny Getty of Red Hook, New York. WGXC's sustaining supporters are among the station's most dedicated listeners. They care deeply about Creative Community Radio, and their investment helps to sustain WGXC as a public platform for information, experimentation, and engagement in Green and Columbia counties. Become a WGXC sustaining supporter today. Go to WGXC.org and click donate. Thank you for your support. Welcome to Dim the Lights with Jenny and Amanda. I'm Amanda. I'm Jenny. Jenny, we just heard your name on the radio because <gasps> you're me. a sustaining supporter. That's me. That it's felt so like exciting. A, I know that felt like such a good omen. Yeah. I love it. Um, we are a twice a month, every second and fourth Tuesday of the month, to be exact, uh, radio show where Jenny and I get together and talk about movies. Usually, we pick a theme and then we watch movies around that theme and come on the air to talk about them. Uh, tonight, we don't have a theme. It's just fun. We're just here to have a good time yeah. and hang out. And I hope that's okay with you. I'm excited <laughs> to just catch up on yeah, what same. we've been watching. I know. I'm thrilled. Periodically, we'll do one where it's just what we've been watching lately, and it's a great way to catch up. Yeah, absolutely. I love to know what my buddies are watching. Oh, same. Before we get into it, though, we're going to tell you about what's playing in the theaters around these parts. Um, I will start with the Wyndham Theater in Wyndham, New York. We have Barbie, Oppenheimer, and Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. And you can find out more about showtimes at WyndhamTheater.com. That's W-I-N-D-H-A-M Theater.com. The big heavy headers. All right. And now I'm going to tell you about what's playing at the Upstate Cinemas, starting with the one in Rhinebeck, also known as the Star Cinema. We have Theater Camp, Oppenheimer, Pissarro, Father of Impressionism, Past Lives, The Miracle Club, Asteroid City, and Spirited Away. And then heading on over to the other upstate location in Saugerties, we have Talk to Me, Oppenheimer, Barbie, Past Lives, The Miracle Club, Asteroid City, and also Spirited Away. And you can find those specific showtimes at upstatefilms.org. Uh, amazing. I'm really excited for Talk to Me. Yeah, me too. I know. I hear it's scary, it and looks, I want to see it. It looks so scary. Yes. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. All right. I'm going to tell you about what's going on at the Greenville Drive-In, otherwise known as Drive-In 32. 
We have on July 26th a family night. They're playing Enchanted. And then on July 28th, this coming Friday, you're going to sing some karaoke <gasps> on the big screen with me. Yay! Uh, it's a Taylor Swift themed night because she, um, I can't remember if she shot a music video there or somebody made a lyric video. Um, using the drive-in and they oh, wow. like came on the property without permission and it's had like a 18 million views whoa um so it's like kind of a jab i guess it to at, um taste way to like taste way to uh, <laughs> you know to sing her songs without her permission uh yeah i guess even I though she doesn't care but yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah I, wow okay fun i did not know that it uh that it had a theme that's very exciting yeah exactly so it's taylor swift themed you can come and sing whatever you want but it'll probably stay on theme for a yeah. little while wow you know i know a couple songs yeah i could do a couple for sure yeah. It'll be fun. She's got a lot of hits. Um, that is a lot of fun. So how often do you get to sing karaoke on the big screen? Sorry for a plug for my job. <laughs> um, on July 29th, we have High Fidelity. And let's see. Um, and on August 2nd, they're doing another family night and they're playing Toy Story. Cute. So you can find out more about what's going on there at the Greenville Drive-In at drivein32.com. All right, now I'm going to tell you it's playing at the Crandall Theater in Chatham. We have Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1, mm. and we have Barbie. And that's all they got for right now, because those that. are movies that people are really trying to see right now. They're being smart. They're being very smart. So you can head on over, if you want to know the specific showtimes, to crandalltheater.org. Amazing. All right, at the Highway Drive-In in Cooksackie, we have, I think there's going to be a... A lineup shift come Friday. Yeah, Friday. Yeah, so for right now, so keep your eyes on it if you're going this coming weekend, but for right now, they have on screen one, Barbie and Clueless. On screen two, they have Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Part 1, and Insidious, The Red Door. Um, on screen three, we have Oppenheimer and Dr. Strangelove. And on screen four, we have Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny and Asteroid City. And that is at the Highway Drive-In in Kuxaki. You can find out more at highwaydrivein.com. That's H-I-W-A-Y drivein.com. Amazing. And now I'm going to tell you what's playing at TSL, our little indie theater right here in Hudson. Uh, so we have a movie called Shepherd and Dark with a Q&A with the director. Uh, the Met Opera, which is Verdi's Il Trovatore. Mm. <laughs> For sure. That's how you pronounce it. Yeah, 100%. definitely. Uh, and then a silent movie, The Golem, how he came into the world with live music accompaniment. Oh. Uh, and there's also the Met Opera of Rossini's The Barber of Seville and Tchaikovsky's Eugene Onegin. And you can find out those specific showtimes at timeandspace.org. And also probably more information about all of those things because... I don't know what any of them are. <laughs> I know. I love the idea of going to the, the opera. opera. Yeah. It'd be pretty, so cool. It would be actually extremely cool. It's like kind of a hot move. Yeah. To be like, hey, babe, want to go to the opera tonight? Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. It's like, it's going to be like four hours. Are you ready? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, get all dressed up. Yeah. So fun. So cute. All right. Last but not least, Spotlight Cinemas in Hudson. That is the eight screen theater on Fairview Avenue in Hudson. We have Barbie, Insidious, The Red Door, Oppenheimer, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Part 1, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, Sound of Freedom, Elemental, and Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. That is at Spotlight Cinemas. You can find out more at SpotlightCinemas.com. Wow. It's really, we're truly in the thick of it with blockbuster season. They're I know. all here. Everybody's here. here. Summer is here. Summer is simply here. Um, Jenny. Yes. After this, I'm going to go home and I'm going to finish watching Transformers, The Rise <gasps> of Beasts. You are. Oh my God, I want to watch it. I haven't seen, okay. My confession is that I love Transformers and I haven't seen any of the movies except for Bumblebee, which I ride or die for because I think it's really good. Well, that's what Chris was just saying. Chris was like, it's great. I'm like, okay, finally. I feel like every time I bring it up, people around me are like, Jenny, you're crazy. And I'm like, Bumblebee's good. It seems, I mean, like now 
I trust you. Yeah. I mean, friend of the show, Anne Boylan, is yeah. my real Transformers head, and she's the one who told me to watch Bumblebee to begin with. Yeah. Um, thank you, Anne. Thank you, Anne. Friend of the show, also occasional guest, oh, Anne Boylan. Exactly. Um, but yeah, wow. I'm so glad to hear that you're watching. Can't wait to get into that myself. I'm like, <laughs> let's wrap this up. Yeah. I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go home and watch Transformers Rise of the Beasts. <laughs> Are those beasts rising or what? It's funny, they don't transform into anything. They don't? I mean, they just look like animals. Oh, are they robot animals? They're robot oh, animals. Oh, okay, all right. Well, I can get with, like, um, I feel like there's a word for that, but I don't know. No, Animatronics? No. <laughs> <laughs> like the country bears? Yeah, exactly. No. Like Showtime no. Pizza Palace. <laughs> I mean, like in the universe, like I feel like there's probably a word for the animals. Like the be- like. The, I oh, guess they're called the Maximals. Beast. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Never mind. I know. That's like the fun thing about God, I Transformers. <laughs> I know exactly. Like, if you can lean in to okay, how please. silly it is, it's like, which is not hard to do. No. It's so fun. I simply love but, a like, big robot. Those like the a couple like of the naming conventions are just so silly. <laughs> I love them. I, I know. simply love it's them. It's so precious. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. That's okay, great news. Yeah. Great news. <laughs> um, other than that, last week at work at my day job, our day job, <laughs> I watched Spider-Man 2 and 3. Oh, yes. Delightful. Yep. I watched um, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans 2 and 3 um, because 3 had come up recently, or Spider-Man 2 had come up recently because it's so good. It's great, yeah. It's so good. It rules. <laughs> um, I'm talking about people. I'm talking about the Sam Raimi Spider-Mans with Tobey Maguire, who, ugh, I just hate that guy. <laughs> No, he's really, really. I don't like really looking at him. Not charismatic. I don't like hearing his little voice. Yeah, he's a little weaselly. Do you think that was really in like the kiss that won the MTV mm-hmm. Kiss winner? Yeah. Um, in the first one, do you yep. think that was really his lips? <laughs> <laughs> Who else's lips would they be? A stunt double. No, they're definitely his stunt lips. Wait. <laughs> They're not. It's not like that close up on their lips, is it? I haven't seen the scene in a second. You see their whole faces. No, he's he has a half his face. He has the Spider Man oh, mask. Oh, duh. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Now I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. I was like, wait, can't you I'm see like, him? They probably want like you know how like they'll use like a leg double when they yeah. want like sexy good legs, I mean, like, like a close up shot of them. He's not hot, but he does have like particularly like protruding lips, kind of. You know, don't they're they? Thin. Yeah, they're thin, but like. I don't know how I'm wet do they look. How big so do they mean. look in the video? You're the one who just watched it in the video. In the I, that's in one. I didn't watch it. Oh, you didn't. You watched two and three, of course. But they bring it up in both two and three. They're About like how hot of a kiss it is. Well, like in the in the second one, she's like date uh, Kirsten Dunst. Mary Jane, Jane is like dating somebody else, and then she's like, "Here, let's try this thing." <gasps> oh my god. I like, completely like forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I really like when you hang upside down and yeah. kiss me and it's raining. And then like in the third one, there's a Spider-Man parade and Spider-Man kisses a reporter that way, like for the camera. And she's like, how could you? That was our thing. <laughs> <laughs> I feel really betrayed by this. <laughs> So funny. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. Okay. It's time for me to what I'm learning from this conversation is that it's time for me to rewatch the Sam Raimi Spider Man's because yeah. I haven't seen them in a really long time. I know. I should have done one, two, three. Yeah, what the heck? Why'd you skip one? I don't know, because I was really just wanting Spider Man too. That's fair. Um Alfred Molina, oh, confusingly god. sexy he's and I so like, sexy. He's so hot I and love. I'm like, why? He just is. He's I know. he has all of the charisma that Toby Maguire lacks. Exactly. Alfred Molina is so charismatic. Yeah. And he's hot. He's so I'm hot. not scared to say it. No, nobody <laughs> should be. He's so hot. He's so hot. He's um, like another one of those big boys we like. Ugh, I always get like a little sad in the movie Species when the alien girl has SEX with him and then kills him. <laughs> it's heartbreaking. <laughs> How could you do that to him? Because I'm like, yay. Oh, oh no. <laughs> um. <laughs> can I tell Can I confess something to you? Yeah. I've never seen Species. Oh my God. It's yeah. gross. I know. That's what I, that's what I hear. It's great. You <laughs> gotta get in there. I know. I mean, I, I love a sexy alien woman. Is she an alien? Yeah. 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 Or like, yeah. I mean, she's a creature of some yeah, kind. Sh- yeah. yeah, exactly. I can't remember if she's 
terrestrial or not. Right. Um, we've talked in the past about doing a weird franchises themed episode Ooh. and maybe that's what Species. I'll watch is like yeah. all the other ones. That's a really good idea. <laughs> we can do it together. Yeah. Um, do I have anything else to say about Spider-Man 2? <laughs> <laughs> Plum the depths, baby. What's I know. in there? There's like, pull it out. I had a really late gig last night, as Jenny knows, so I am the p- pistons ain't firing. You're doing amazing. I set the alarm off when we came in the building. It's like it's one of those it's days. goddamn mess yeah. today. It's raining. It's raining. I have to get back to watch Transformers. I'm like, God I don't want to be it. here. I want to be watching Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. Can we please wrap it up? Also, um. Uh, Brass Kill just started playing. I know. <laughs> exactly. of the church. Exactly. It's there's just one of those. There's a brass band. There's specifically what Jenny's referring to is there's a brass band that is rehearsing behind the wall that is in front of us. Yeah. We can, we can hear them. We cannot see them. It's very distracting. Yeah. Um, but, so that's just the kind of show that you're getting tonight. Um, exactly. Buckle in. It's a special show because yeah. it's, you know, we're, we're raw, real, unscripted radio. This is, oh gosh, this stuff is, you pay extra for it. Yeah, dude. You think you're going to get this from a podcast? You're wrong. I know. This is like some Patreon Come stuff. On. <laughs> Come um, on. <laughs> Spider-Man 3 is not good. Yeah, no. It's really not good. It's really not. Um, What's the guy who plays the Sandman? The Sand guy. Oh, he has like a three-name name. I remember what his name is. Yeah. I find him kind of hot. Yeah, I don't he know. is kind of hot. He's like hot in like that, you know. He's a weird way. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, let me just navigate. <laughs> navigate <laughs> I just pulled up my, I pulled up my browser, and Jenny saw that the last thing I googled was how many mosquitoes are in the world. How many mosquitoes are in the world? Amanda, can you please tell the people how many mosquitoes are in the world? One hundred and ten trillion. That's a lot. I know. I guessed two hundred billion. I was oh. so wrong. I, I mean, 200 billion seems like a safe guess. <laughs> well, I was like a trillion. It can't be. It's impossible. I did hear on this very radio station last week, um, Philip Grant was reading the news as he does, and he was quoting somebody saying that this year is the worst case scenario for mosquitoes, <laughs> meaning oh. that we are going to have many, 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 many mosquitoes. I mean, I am the rain. covered. Yeah, I'm in bites. covered in bites. But I just loved his, like, it has been described described as the worst case scenario for mosquitoes i love it <laughs> oh, oh and his beautiful professional <laughs> yeah, voice so good um thomas hayden church sand oh guy oh my god that is his full name isn't it yep yep um all right sand guy sand guy <laughs> anything else to say <laughs> no not really it was yeah. great to watch spider-man 2 in particular and yeah. to see doc ock oh and then like being like, oh, James Franco. I know. I like back when he was like kind of yeah, cutie. Like, yeah. Oh, before we were like, ugh, I'm so sick of looking at you. And I love him in those movies. Yeah, like He's totally. like a good, complicated character. Yeah. He's sweet. He's like, you yeah. know, he's really, he's really wrestling with a burden. I know. It's a nice trilogy in that, like, um, like I appreciate that that character's long arc over mm-hmm. all three movies. Yeah. Totally. Like, that's beautiful. It's great. What a vision Sam Raimi had. I know. Movies used to be better. They really did. (laughs) It, like, truly is, yeah, beautiful character development over three movies. Yeah. Incredible. (sighs) That's that. Um, You know, movies used to be better, but this weekend, I don't know if you heard, Amanda, mm. movies are back. I'm so excited about that. The movies are back, baby. Um, For those of you listening now who are not on the planet Earth for some reason. Um, This weekend was the biggest box office of the year and uh, the fourth biggest box office in Hollywood history. Incredible. Crazy. Where does it align with stupid Avatar? Um, I think Avatar has made more money overall, but the box office wasn't as big because it was only one movie. Mm -hmm. And that's also like Avatar is like, you know, because it was in the theater for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. So like raked like, in a op- bunch yeah but for opening weekends because this was the uh you know the movie barbie weekend Heimer of weekend. the century yeah barbie and oppenheimer opening at the same time one of the only times where two movies 
helped each other instead of, uh, you know, fighting for viewers because people went to go see both. I know. It's so sweet. Yeah. I love that. People are stoked for the for going to the flicks again. And it makes me so glad. Um, has Christopher Nolan said anything about Barb and the Barbenheimer phenomena? Um, I don't think he's Is like, he like a little jerk about it. I don't think so. I think he's probably I think people I'm sure people have asked him. Honestly, I haven't looked into it. I can't say. Yeah. But uh, from being on the Internet, I haven't seen anything of him being like, I don't care. But I, I think he, I mean, he's pretty focused on what he's doing right now. Yeah, it's true. I, I just could see him being like kind of snooty about yeah. it. Yeah, he might be. I want to believe that he's not. I do, too. Yeah. I do. My favorite Christopher Nolan thing, the only thing I know about him is from an interview years ago um, when Phantom Thread came out. And uh, it was like, I don't know what he was talking about, but he said after Phantom Thread came out, his kids started calling him Reynolds Woodcock it's... because he's such a like fussy little baby. <laughs> I <laughs> Which love it. I think is so, so funny. Much. And also like points to a sense of humor that he can say that about himself. Yeah, like... exactly. That's which is good. <laughs> yeah. Um were you sent as a spy to ruin my life? <laughs> so the best, good. The best movie ever made. <laughs> um so, Jenny, yes, I know no. we're going to do our best to not spoil anything for our listeners, but can you tell me a little bit about your thoughts on, because you partook in the Barbenheimer phenomena. I did. You saw both I did this see, weekend. I did see both. I, I, you know. Can I, you tell me a little bit? I can tell you, I can tell you quite a bit. I'm not going to go, as Amanda said, into spoiler territory because these are the freshest a movie can possibly be. They're so fresh. They're so, so fresh. Just came out of the oven. Hot, hot, hot. Don't touch. Don't touch. Um, but I am going to give you just a little impression of how I felt about both of them. Uh, and my general review is good. I enjoyed. I had a really good time going. Your to the combined this review. My combined review. But let me let me break that. T- let's yeah. unpack it. Yeah, a little. yeah. We have so much time. We have so much time. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna need you to unpack that. Yeah, baby. Please allow me to unpack this. So I went. I chose to do Barbie first and Oppenheimer second. Nice. Um, purely just coincidentally. That's just how it shook out for me. But so I saw Barbie on Saturday night at my local theater, which is the Lyceum in Red Hook, because that's where I live. Uh, and it was incredibly fun. It's like, it's under two hours. It's, uh, visually so exciting to look at because Mm. it's all practical sets that they actually built. Um, it's also just like a straight up and down comedy, which it's been so long since I've seen a movie that's actually just a comedy and isn't trying to do more than that. It's like very simple. Like it comes, it does, it throws a bunch of laughs your way and then it gets out. And it's really, I had it, I found it to be incredibly charming. I know you're not a big fan of Margot Robbie, but I found her to be. This is perfect for her. It was perfect for her. She like, also like, it's so crazy how much she looks like a doll the entire movie. It's so crazy. I know. She has like a perfect <laughs> face yeah. for Barbie. Like she, her face looks like the painted on face it's of a Barbie. And I don't, I don't know if it was like the styling. I think it's some combination of the styling and her acting where like it was just so convincing that I was yeah. like oh yeah no yes you are a doll yeah you're a doll who walks and talks no, it's just, so crazy just like she's perfect for Harley Quinn like she's perfect for Barbie she's yeah. just like very big mm-hmm. you know yeah totally she's not a subtle lady no. and that's okay and I I, I am a, I do like Margot Robbie but yeah. you know I'm gay so that's part of it but <laughs> <laughs> but she, but she's so I thought she was great uh Ryan Gosling's great it's like a very he's so good at being funny he's so good at being funny and it's so I nice love when he does it to see him in movies that like the um the nice guy the nice guy is like so good he's <laughs> so like not only is he great at timing comedic timing but like f- he's amazing at physical comedy yes. too yes and that's he's a, so good he's so good and that's a thing that's really fun about barbie is that it is like very looney tunes like there's yeah. a lot of little like funny slapstick like visual so comedy good. um like there's a bunch of good jokes in it too i can imagine like the critiques of it that i've seen so far and i haven't seen very many because i i don't care so i've been looking into it yeah, but i <laughs> i have seen people critiquing it because it does it has a like feminist story but it is very like basic 
you know feminism for kids mm-hmm. um and people don't like that because it's not very radical and i'm like mm, baby it's for children yeah it, like exactly <laughs> i'm like whatever it's fine i think it i think it sets out to like the mission of barbie is to like do some laughs and some like gentle uh jabbing at the underpinnings of misogyny yeah <laughs> and i think it successfully does those things i mean like that is the feminism of the doll itself it's like women can do anything right exactly and that is that is the message of the movie and it's like pretty it's absolutely um it's satisfying i laughed i had a great time it i do think uh you know it's if you are (laughs) if you bought a ticket to see barbie you're gonna get what you're looking for yeah you know like i think it's it's very much delivering what it says it's gonna deliver amazing i found it incredibly charming i had a great time it was also i will say it was really nice to see it in a packed theater oh yeah um, because everybody was so enthusiastic and everyone was like laughing and clapping and it was so cute just to like be i i always love seeing movies around people who are really excited to see that movie even if i don't really care that much just because it like really brings a level of enthusiasm and like joy to the experience and it's just like it's so nice it was so nice this weekend to be in two packed theaters like i cannot remember the last time i went to a theater that was fully sold out i know that's like, so years sweet and years. yeah and it was so nice and everybody was just like so sweet like it was not it wasn't even like bad theater etiquette like everyone was so great and like respectful I had a really nice time in the Ugh. movies this weekend. <laughs> it is so fun yeah. seeing it with people who are all there to be really excited about the movie. It's so, and it's like when I was buying my popcorn, I like got there right. It, the movie started at like 9.15 and I got there at like 9.13 because I just like randomly decided to go. Um, and the person selling me popcorn was like, so what are you here to see? And I was like, I'm obviously here to see Barbie just like everybody else yeah. is here. Yeah. And we just had like a nice little chit chat about it and about how like excited they were that there were so many people there. And I was like, I know it's so great. Like, yeah. it just feels like such a special moment in time where people are people want to see a movie in that's the theater in the theater that's like made well and that's like exciting. Like yeah. it's not like obviously Barbie is an IP, but it doesn't like the last bunch of blockbusters that we've gotten have all been like the fifth to tenth sequel of something and it's like this is just a movie and it is what it is and it doesn't have any like weird it's it's also like not all cgi like it just has so much to it that feels like a return to form of like making a movie making a movie that's like mid-budget like just a straight up and down comedy it's just a movie it doesn't like have this whole like thing attached not to part it. of a franchise right like yeah. the franchise is like toys yeah of course <laughs> but it is in some ways part of franchise but, but. It, but it's it has such a different energy to it because you're not like going to it and you don't like you don't need any background information it's yeah. just like barbie is a doll i know that yep. <laughs> that's all i need to know yep uh, and i just found it so satisfying i also love love seeing people dress up for movies and like Barbie did a really sweet thing because it became such a, before it even came out, like such a um, cultural moment with like Barbenheimer and memes and all that stuff. But um, like usually when you see people dress up for movies, it's because they're like already big fans of Mm. that specific thing, like dressing like a pirate for Pirates of the Caribbean or something like, (laughs) like, but um, this is a, bunch of people dressing up who like aren't like huge freaks for barbie right. dolls like, like nobody just... is a huge freak for barbie which is what's so interesting about yeah it. exactly <laughs> like no one is like yes i've been waiting my whole life because like i love my doll collection right, and like right. now there's a doll movie <laughs> like i it's just people like getting excited to dress femme and yeah. go to the theater it's like so cute it's really cute and like i definitely think the the advertising juggernaut that came along with barbie was like really intense and i think definitely turned some people off but for the most part it's just like i don't know it has there's something really interesting about this moment where it is just like there's this huge push to get people to go to the movies but it doesn't have the same kind of like dark energy that a lot of other movies do i don't know man there's something really interesting about it i'm no i'm no uh i'm no expert it's fascinating though yeah um did greta gerwig like was this her was she she wasn't approached by barbie that's a really good question i'm very curious about like if it was um 
Like if she her brainchild, yeah. and then she approached to get the rights to make a movie about. That's a Barbie. great question. I know. I should. I, I gotta be honest with you. Didn't do any research. For oh, this that's, I'm yeah. I'm very curious. <laughs> but that is. I mean, that's interesting. I know that she wrote it, and I know that they definitely had to like fight with Mattel on a couple of things for sure. Yeah. Um, which is interesting because like quote unquote Mattel is like a character in the movie. Like there's a bunch of corporate suits. Yeah. Um, one of whom is played by Will Ferrell. Nice. Or, yes. Which classic. Um. And it does feel like there must have been some like push and pull there because there's like, you know, they're, they're a bit of a mockery. Yeah. <laughs> the, the suits at Mattel. Of course. Um, and so, yeah, I don't I also wonder that if it was like she was like, I want to make a Barbie movie and then had to figure out how to like get through that. That yeah. kind of is what it feels like because it doesn't seem there's nothing about it that screams like this is an ad for Barbie to me other than that. It's literally just like a ton an of ad for Barbie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I'm assuming it's it's her her thing. Yeah. Um Yeah. But yeah, it's interesting. I did. Um, I mean, it's not like here's the thing. It's not a masterpiece, but it's like a I I thought fun. it was a great a great movie. I had a really good time. They also like walk a pretty complicated tightrope of like making this really weird comedy, like very um like palatable and easy nice. to watch and I, I don't know it just it has a bunch of really weird things about it that i think are really fascinating Ugh. yeah barbie Ugh. it's fun i who, hear it's who great could have guessed that a movie called barbie was gonna be fun <laughs> <laughs> who could have guessed who could have told you who could have told you um all right let me hear that oppenheimer review op, op talk op talk are ready for op talk hi me talk let's it's go time. it's time to get into oppie all right all right all right I also saw Oppenheimer. I saw it on Sunday night. I saw it at the IMAX theater in Albany. I know what happens in the end. Surprise, surprise. Oh, I'm so sorry to spoil. Just like how I knew what happened in Titanic. Yep. It's it's not dissimilar to Titanic in that way. Yeah. Um, I loved Oppenheimer. Yes. <laughs> I really, really loved Oppenheimer. Okay. <laughs> I have a question yes. from Chris for you. Yes. Take me there. Um. Chris wanted to specifically know, yes, what you thought of it, and also wanted to know, like, where it is in your Nolan In my list. Nolan. Ooh, that's a good question. Um, it's pretty high on the Nolan list for me, and I am, a, I am a, you know, a humble Nolan head. I'm not, <laughs> I haven't seen all of his movies, but I've seen a lot of them. Uh, I will say, I think I am definitely partially influenced by recency bias and that because i saw it like two days ago yeah and because i saw it in an imax theater which it was the first movie i've seen in imax since i went on like a field trip in high school how was it it was great it was like very i was a little nervous because i was like well oh, that screen's so big what if it makes me sick what if it makes me sick what if it makes me sick but it wasn't it was just incredibly immersive um i found it so satisfying and so loud and like overwhelming but in a way that was really effective mm. uh, so for me it's definitely near the top i am uh, an unapologetic interstellar stan interstellar is my fave when we were talking about it yesterday i totally forgot about interstellar yeah it's definitely my it's favorite my favorite christopher nolan for sure um but i love a lot of his movies like even some of the ones that i think other people don't like as much too like i really love dunkirk i think dunkirk is great i like dunkirk too <laughs> i've actually never seen memento oh, memento is great wild it's one of my mom's favorite movies nice <laughs> insomnia is i didn't realize was him That's yeah a wild one the dude makes good flicks is the yes. thing oh the, the prestige, prestige the prestige does slap i also like inception i know it's a little silly but i like it anyway the the batmans are where i fall off because i don't really care um but you know respect them for what they are i guess i don't know i'm not, the first one i can i have simply never finished because i find it really boring yeah oh the first batman movie is such a slog it's really bad um but so for me it's, it's pretty high i also will say i'm it felt very like in the horror genre mm. like it has it reminds i mean i think memento is one that also leans more horror for sure because it is just so unsettling um but oppenheimer is for those of you who don't know <laughs> for some reason mm. um is a it's basically a biopic about uh, J. Robert Oppenheimer, who is considered like the father of the nuclear bomb um, because he was the head of the Los Alamos project uh, or the Los Alamos lab, which was part of the Manhattan project. Yeah. Um, and it's a really interesting approach to a biopic because it's not just like the classic kind of whack Hollywood version where they do like birth to death, yeah. um, which is usually very boring because it doesn't have a story structure. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, this is very much focused on like 
when he gets involved in theoretical physics and then like gets involved in the Manhattan Project and then the fallout from that like literally and figuratively um, in this way that is much more interesting and although you know what's going to happen the entire time because everybody does it still is so stressful and scary oh my god Um, it reminded me there's like one particular part of it that reminded me a lot of how to blow up a pipeline because of that it's that same bomb thrill bomb thrill where it's that same energy where you're like you are so like they're dealing with something that's so volatile and the editing is so is done so effectively that you Mm. are just incredibly anxious waiting for something to go wrong Mm. and also i mean there's their success looks like incredible carnage and death and so like you don't want them to succeed but also you are watching these people who are like working towards a project that your brain naturally wants right you're like to achieve it and and that's the thing that i think it also really achieves like from a tightrope perspective where it's very effective at making you care about oppenheimer and these other people while also holding in your gut this like incredible like anxiety and fear and like sadness yeah like it really i was very impressed by how well it depicts that because it is like i mean it's very much about the like burden of this man's guilt and like what he's done but it feels it does not feel like um it's endorsing him at all and it also doesn't feel like it's like dismissing him as like a monster it has this very interesting um like nuance to it that is also like it takes a very clear political stance of like anti-bomb like absolutely which i think i've kept seeing before it came out people being like this is gonna be really bad because oppenheimer's bad guy and it was like (laughs) like, like, you you can depict something without endorsing it actually oh my god i just (laughs) Um, and yeah i just found it to be it, it just it makes a lot of really smart and thoughtful choices um, and I found it to be just like visually stunning and also, yeah, like emotionally like uh, devastating. Like I was yeah. I found it to be it, it made me feel so sick, but I yeah. really had a great time. Like I loved it. I thought it was such a good movie. And was it a good idea to see it in IMAX? Yes. I think that um, I wonder if it would hold the same appeal at home because not to be like Nolan about it, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I do think uh, it's about a third of it is also a basically a courtroom drama and i think that it's incredibly effective because the acting is so good and you do you get really involved in kind of what's going on but i can imagine being at home getting really distracted like if i had Mm, my phone on me or something because it's a lot of talking um and and it's also like about probably 40 percent in black and white (laughs) which is like it's which i think is actually a really incredibly well-made choice another Mm. thing i just i think this movie is really like pretty fantastic i think it's pretty well made that's i know i'm really easy and longtime listeners of the show will be like jenny likes everything but i mean it (laughs) but i mean it it's okay to like everything Um, it's a good thing but i also i just generally genuinely think that like artistically christopher nolan makes a lot of choices in this movie that are really thoughtful and really pay off um and yeah, I loved it. And like the acting in it is so good. Mm. Like everyone's talking about Killian Murphy and they should be because he's amazing. Yeah. But like even like Emily Blunt is in it like as kind of a supporting role. Um, Robert Downey Jr. is. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Is in it looking a lot like Stanley Tucci. Yeah. <laughs> and like, uh, you know, we forget he can act because it's been a long time since he's been anything other than Iron Man. I know. Man. He's just been like. Uh, chilling on those yeah those marble stacks right of cash. doing that and then doing the weird dr doolittle movie a couple oh, years yeah. ago oh yeah but it turns out he's still he can still act and he like it's he's great in it um there's so many really good character actors in it and everybody does like incredible work nice it's pretty impressive there's one piece of stunt casting that i thought was really whack but i didn't know until after the movie was over um there's a scene where um Gary Oldman plays uh is it J. Edgar Hoover I think it I think it's I can't remember if it's Hoover or a different one or Eisenhower I don't remember but it's like I he's unrecognizable because he's like wearing a weird suit and makeup and I didn't recognize him until afterward but I was like that was so whack so dumb (laughs) that dude loves that Uh, stuff he does but yeah I um 
yeah, I thought it was, other than that, <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a great flick. What a goofball. What a goofball. Um, Josh Hartnett's in it, looking <gasps> incredibly handsome. What? He's like a very tall, sexy scientist with a gray head of hair. Oh my God. I know. I miss him. I know, me too. I was like, when was the last time you saw Josh Hartnett in something? What? Yeah. What? I know, Oppenheimer slaps. I'm I'm not afraid to say it. Damn. <laughs> Damn, Jenny. But wow. yeah, I would say I don't think you need to see it in IMAX, but I would see it in a theater if you're a person who likes to go to the theater at all, because I think it really works there. Like the sound design is really incredible. Ooh. Like I often um, really wish that I could watch Interstellar again in the theater because I of know. the sound, because the sound is so good. It's so good. Um, and like when I saw it in the theater the first time, it really like blew me away. It'd be cool if they did like, you know, They'll often do re-releases yeah. in the theaters of like much older movies, but it'd be cool to see some ones that like aren't that old, right? Some ones that I that missed. are just really visually stunning and yeah. like were made to be seen in the theater, but now it's long after their release. Yeah, totally. Um, like bring them back, baby. Yeah, that's a great idea. What's a movie that you wish you could see in theaters? Oh, that I already saw in theaters, or Either that? One. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Jenny. I know. I'm sorry. It's okay. You my can, hamster wheel is like turning very slow. Yeah. <laughs> One of mine is I did see it in the theater, but I would love to watch Annihilation again in the theater. Yeah, that would be. And I saw it at the drive-in, too. So I wish I saw it at the indoor theater. Yeah, totally. That's a really good one. Some big speakers. Yeah, that's a really good one. Um, Visually stunning. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Song about a visual I stunner. I can't think of a single movie because I'm just camping. Yeah, baby, but that's I'm gonna right. come back with yeah. that one. That's a really think good. About it for a little that's while. a really good one. It's a, it's one of those things I think about a lot when I'm like, what would I rent out a movie theater to? What would I play if I were gonna rent out a movie theater for some reason? Yeah. Oh, I know. I like to think about that a lot. Yeah, it's fun. I like to think about that a lot. I would love to make everybody watch microcosmos because i love it yes. so much the bug documentary the fr- french bug doc that's the one with the snail scene correct yes. or slugs snails snails yes the famous snail scene um yeah i'd love to make everyone watch that that's a really good but it's answer. just like making everyone watch a nature documentary but so. that's great that's the first thing i ever saw in, the first and only other thing i ever saw in an imax theater was it was a double feature documentary one of which was about james cameron finding the titanic yes. and then the second one was the life cycle of the butterfly and it looked amazing Ugh. it was stunning i've never seen the movie zabriskie point but i have seen the final scene in a class in college and there's like a big explosion whoa um, and it's a really cool scene and I would like to see that. Yeah. First of all, I'd like to see the whole movie. <laughs> I'd like to see that. <laughs> but yeah. I was just thinking about, I think about that scene. A lot. Yeah. It's very cool. I know. I think there are a lot of older movies that I'd like to see in a theater just because they have so, like all the practical effects. You want to see them really, really big. You want to see them really see big. See them real big. See them so big. I know. Really I'm trying to think big. of more like really good stunning sci-fi ones but they're all like not necessarily ones that need to be yeah in the theater they work without it yeah but yeah it's just a fun opportunity if anybody uh wants us to program a film festival hit us up because we're ready i know <laughs> at, like the drop of a hat <laughs> we're we're not done yet but i'm also just gonna drop our instagram oh, in yeah, here right it, now like we usually do at the end because you could tell us if you have any answers to this yeah. like if you have anything that you could see in the theater again or for the first time um, our Instagram is at dim the lights with Jenny and Amanda, all one thing. Uh, shoot us a message. Yeah. We would love that. We love to hear from you, whether it's just about what you have been watching, about what movies you want to see in the theater, or just if you have any critiques or thoughts, if you're like Oppenheimer was terrible, Jenny, you idiot. <laughs> I mean, I don't really want to hear from you, but <laughs> I guess I will I allow will it. feel those questions <laughs> fine. I guess that's fine. Um, <laughs> The other thing that I watched, surprise, surprise, is I watched Final Destination <gasps> 1, 2, and 3. Oh, my God. That's yeah. great. Just for fun. Just for oh, you know what? No. I was going to say, are you going to talk about... I didn't watch one. Oh. I also, just like with Spider-Man, you I watched, watched two, two and three. three. <laughs> I've I mean, seen one a lot. They're both so good. They're so good. They're all of them are the so good. The Final Destination series is incredible. Yeah. Which... As we've talked about before, because I bring this up all the time, um, was a spec script for the X Files, the original idea. Of course, of course. 
I didn't realize right here Wikipedia says that, okay, yeah, there's five movies we know, but there's two comic books and nine novels. What? Oh my God, it's time to start. <gasps> Should we start listening to audiobooks of Final Destination? That's such a good <gasps> idea. I wonder if the comic books are good too. Yeah, totally. That's cool. That is really cool. Um, wow, great news. <laughs> I hadn't seen the second one in a while, which is why I jumped right to that one. Plus it has stars JJ from... Um, Criminal, Criminal Minds. Is that the one with the truck yes. full of logs? Yeah. Yes. Scary. Yep. Think about it all the time. Every time I'm on a highway. <laughs> I know. And then the third one is the roller coaster, the roller coaster. one with Mary Elizabeth Winston. I know. I love her. I love her so much. Oh, she's so cute. I know. It's great. Um, For those of you who don't know these grisly, wonderful movies, it's about um, teenagers who are young folks who narrowly escape death because one of them has a prophetic vision that a horrible accident will happen and they avoid it. Um, and then because they cheated death's design, death comes back to kill them um, with a lot of deathly, deadly Rube Goldberg type traps. Yep. Um, it's very fun. They're so fun. Horrible, uncanny accidents. Yeah. Incredible. You always fun. wonder, like they just, they found a thing that appeals and they're like, we're just going to keep doing it. And I'm I'm eating it up. I love it. It's so fun. I mean, it's such a um, pointed observation that people are really scared of, like, random things going wrong. Yeah. You know, like I've, <laughs> I, I've talked about this before to you. I don't probably not on air, but I uh, have spent a lot of time on the Wikipedia page list of unusual deaths. Oh, same. And every time I do, I get really, really paranoid about every single object I come into contact yeah. with. Yeah. And I'm like, this is going to kill me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which it's and so like good. Final Destination is such a perfect play on that because it's like it. Yes, it is going to kill you because six other things will happen first. Yeah. And this incredible chain reaction, this uncanny chain reaction That's is so going to just take you out, baby. There's always so many fake outs to yeah. like oh, ugh, so seeing fun. how it's going to happen. It's like the characters walk into a dangerous room, like a gym or something. And you're like, oh, What's God, <laughs> Why? which of the objects in this room is going to be their ultimate demise? Oh. oh, so fun. Wow. Um, Yeah. I was going to ask you, I believe you saw know, another new movie, about. the third the third member of the big blockbuster weekend. I did. Um, I was just going to say that. I watched, I went to the movie theater, I went to the NCG Woo. in Kingston, and I bought um, nachos and a hot dog <laughs> and a bag of sour gummy worms yes. and a small popcorn for $40. Popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> um i ate the whole bag of gummies and i felt sick um <laughs> i <laughs> i couldn't stop um the nachos were great and the hot dog was also really good <laughs> this is a great this is really useful recon because every time i go to ncg i think about getting a hot dog no, the I get hot dog, my dude it's a nathan's oh, i saw love. the i saw the boy take it out of the bag yes. to put it in the heat machine <laughs> Thank God. Do they have like <laughs> toppings? Is it just like ketchup, mustard, relish? Do we or have anything you can else? get chili and cheese, bro. <gasps> you can. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> um, I got my food and I got my boo and I took my seat <laughs> in the theater to see Mission Impossible: Colon Dead Reckoning: Colon Part One. <laughs> it was great. Um, it's hard. I find it hard to review a movie that is in parts. Yes. Um, especially a movie like this where like, it's not like Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings where each feels very complete (laughs) on its own. Um, this was truly like very much a part one. So it, uh, it feels hard to review something that's so incomplete, but I thought it was super great. Um, I thought it was so fun. I mean, stunts. Those movies are so fun. They're so fun. Um, this was a lot of. There was, of course, the big stunt that was in the pro- the promotional material of mm-hmm. Tom Cruise um, on the motorcycle going off that jump. Um, a lot of the other, like there was a lot more like fist fights and stuff. Mm. Um, like less like big big stunts. Mm-hmm. That's okay. In this part, I like a fist fight. I exactly. There was some great fist fights, and some. A very, I don't want to spoil too much, but there's a runaway train. (gasps) 
That's pretty exciting. Which that's I, very Mission Impossible. I really love. Uh, yeah, that's like great. Like a train that's unstoppable. Oh, just and like out the movie Unstoppable. <laughs> there may or may not be bombs <gasps> on the tracks. Um, oh my god! So there was some cool, very cool train stunts. That's really exciting. I'm like ten out of ten. If you have an unstoppable train in your movie, I will watch I'm really, it. Really, really interested. That was like my biggest disappointment when I watched Casino Royale because I wanted so much more train stuff, and I was like, I know. "Where is the train? I know. <laughs> Why aren't we hanging out on the train more? I know exactly. <laughs> and like, it's not. It's totally stoppable, right? Yeah, it's incredible. It's just a regular. Train. It's just a regular, just a regular train, train with train. like fancy people yeah, on it. Yeah, there's just rich people on it. Um, and Mads Mikkelsen. <laughs> the train in this movie is the famous Orient Express. Oh. And that train still runs. It is so beautiful. I didn't it's know that that was a real unreal. train. It's not, it wasn't just like an Agatha Christie No, it's like device. a famous. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, it's like now you can still go on it. Mm-hmm. It's like the sleeper cars are insane. It's kind of like going on a cruise. It's very expensive. Yeah, totally. But obviously you get like meals included and everything. Um, cause I looked into it immediately I after say. I was like, this, it's just so beautiful. Where, like, where is it? Across Europe. Where? Where in, in Europe? Europe? I don't know. Well, that was, that was general. I was just looking for a continent. That helps um, me. Yeah, exactly. I uh, guess that makes sense. We love to see Rebecca Ferguson. Oh, of course. I know. She's so good. She's so, so good. Uh, Ving is looking great. Oh, Ving. Like, Ving and Simon. Yes. Are Ving Rames and Simon, Simon Pegg, Pegg are both looking a little older, but looking great. Yeah, keeping um, it keeping it down. The can I tell you a little bit about? Yeah, tell the me villain? a little bit about the villain. Yeah, okay. I have no, I don't know anything about this movie. Okay, um, I really like the bad the the villain because the villain is a sentient AI. <gasps> Ooh, that's fun. Yeah, Tom Cruise was like, "We are taking down AI." Actually, yeah, it's a sentient AI. <laughs> um. <laughs> That has was obviously built to be weaponized, mm-hmm. but then yeah, gained sentience, and now it's like uncatchable. Obviously, yeah, classic. There's a very specific way. There's an object that needs to be found mm-hmm. oh, so to potentially destroy mm-hmm. or gain access to and destroy another object that maybe will stop it. But they don't even know. That's really fun. I love that. Exactly. I do really love, I recently rewatched Mission Impossible Fallout because I love it. And I do love how, like, how much comedy is in those movies. Yeah, it's really sweet. They're really sweet. Like, they have, and it's not, like, quippy comedy the way Mm -hmm. that a lot of, like, the newer Marvel movies are. And it's, like, very frustrating and not funny. Yeah. And the Mission Impossible ones, it's, like, genuine. Like it's jokes. It's like yeah. genuine jokes. Which it's is, so cute, and like a little bit of lightness. Like for yeah. example, we don't know if this thing's gonna work, but we're gonna try it. I guess. Let's exactly. Find out. <laughs> like it's very and like Tom Cruise and Ving Rhames and Simon Pegg have pretty good chemistry. Yeah, totally. And like very they're, charming. Yeah, like Simon is obviously long career as a comedian. Yeah. Um, comedic actor, so like he's very good yeah. at at doing that. Um, he's not like too hammy or cheesy. Yeah, totally. It's great. Yeah. Um, we have Palm Clementif. <gasps> Palm Clementif. Who uh, I think a lot of people found out about from Guardians of the Galaxy. She's like a cool, mostly silent assassin. Oh, cool. Very fun. I like her. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. Oh, yeah. She was great in it. Nice. She's a very fun character. Fun. Oh my God. I can't wait it's, to watch it. I know. It's really fun. Think, Again, the sentient AI is great. Yeah. I think I'm going to go to the Crandall this week to see it. Yeah. To get it, you know. I mean, like, oh God, they're just so fun. They're I mean, like, so it fun. was tense, you know, yeah. of course. Like, there's a lot of tense moments that are so fun. Ugh. Um, Tom Cruise just does know how to make an incredibly fun action movie is the thing. (laughs) He's really good at movies. And like, it's, yeah, it's exactly. They're just done really well. So, cause you can make a movie with a big budget and lots of action sequence and it can be freaking boring. Yeah, for real. I've seen a lot of those. Absolutely. There's so many. Which you're like, how? But you can. And so, yeah, these are just wonderfully made movies when the credits opened, it was like a Tom Cruise film. And I'm yes, like, damn. It like, really is. Because he makes them. It, yeah. This is his whole thing. Yeah. Ugh, it's great. Um, I know. I also love, I, um, yeah. I don't, I imagine they do this with this one too, because they do with all of them, where the opening credits is just a preview of the movie to come. 
yeah <laughs> it just like shows all of the big scenes like in order with the while the credits roll over it at the beginning yeah i love that it's i love so that cute. like commitment to like we know that this movie is so good that you're not even going to care that you've already seen these scenes later no. you know and it's like i don't every time i'm so excited yeah exactly i'm like i get to see that yes wow i can't wait so just fun. a little taste can't can't wait to see bit. how we get there yeah um and it's uh I love how much is in these movies as in like all the places we go in the world, yeah. all the gadgets, all the sets, all the bad guys. Yep. I'm like, pack it in. It all feels good. Yes. It's so much texture, baby. So much texture. This is another one of those movies that even though it has a long runtime, I'm like, I want more. Like, that's how I felt. I, that's how I felt about the newest John Wick, too. Like, it's also like. I will say, movies are bloated and out of control. They're yes. too long. However, <laughs> when they're long and they're full of stuff I want to keep seeing, I'm, yeah, like, I'm like, that's this is, fine. Thank you for the extra hour. <laughs> I'll I'm have so it. I'm so glad. Thank you. It's so tasty. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, it was great. It did not feel that long. Um, you know, when he's running so much of the runtime, you're just like, it, time flies. <laughs> it's so good. So fun. So fun. I can't wait for Dead Reckoning Part 2. Oh, my God. When will we get to see it? <sighs> When do we have it? Uh, it was such a good cliffhanger, too, because it's like, you you know, your characters, like, find out what they <gasps> have to do. And you're like, they're going to have to do that. That's so fun. In the second <laughs> one. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's so exciting. There's, like, kind of like a treasure hunting <gasps> element. I mean, not like treasure, no, right, but, but like, like, you know. Um, we're solving a mystery, kind of. We have of. to find this thing. God, I love gonna that. it's going to be hard to get to. And that... On top of Runaway Train, if you time. have a treasure hunt in your movie, I'm there, man. <laughs> Though I have not seen Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Yeah, nor have I. Uh, my I, parents saw it at the drive-in, and they said it was just fine. Yeah, I <laughs> don't imagine no. that it's going to be that good. No, I don't. I have not. I have not heard uh, stunning reviews. Stop making these old people. I know. Work like Let that. Harrison Ford just retire. Just let him chill out. I know. It's or fine. like if he keeps coming back for more, just be like, no. No. You I'm... can't have it. Stop. Stop this. I know. Harrison, stop this. My my friend who works in costuming, Mora, mm -hmm. uh, they have another friend who's also a costumer who was working on, I guess, the Yellowstone series. Mm -hmm. That's like mm -hmm. the fort whatever, eighteen oh two or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. whatever. The the year nineteen Twenty. I think whatever. you're. I think you're right. The first time. I think it's an eighteen. Yeah, but, but it I stars Harrison Ford and yeah. Helen Mirren, and like there was something where they had to stop production because it was winter in Montana, and they're like old people and they're they cold. They can't do it. They're too cold. They're so cold. They're so cold. Their blood doesn't. You can't run as much. film there. No. You have to stop let them rest. because they're so old. They're too old. Oh my god! I mean, no, not trying to diss. Like, just no, take you know. care of yourself, Harrison. It's you don't true. need to be a Mick Jagger about it, okay? <laughs> just take it, e just take it easy, just, okay? Yeah. Can you just take it easy, please? Just please. Good lord. Um, I think it's so gross how Mick Jagger like just gets like new hearts all the time and stuff. Does he really? <laughs> <laughs> what, dude? <laughs> He has his own little, like, he has a little person that follows him around and he takes their his organs. organ boy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just like the billionaire who's swapping his blood with his son. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so gross. So gross. So and he doesn't look any younger. It's so gross. I'm also like, what do you get by getting, receiving old blood? <laughs> like, when you swap. I think the I think the oh trick God. is that maybe it doesn't matter at all how old your blood is. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But like, let's let's imagine. Yeah. <laughs> what do you get by getting old blood? That, yeah, he's turning his son into a Benjamin Button type. Yeah, exactly. But no, Mick Jagger like got like a fresh new heart a Did couple he really? years ago. Damn. I think he was like ill, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe I don't know. We couldn't say for sure. Actually, but then he's like on tour again. Yeah, I'm like, like come on, dude, fucking chill. Oh, just chill, man. <sighs> wow, wow, wow. Um, this has been dim the lights with Jenny and Amanda. This sure heckin' has. <laughs> We're fresh out of stuff. Yeah, baby. Fresh out. And we I gotta go finish Rise of the Beasts Transformers. I'm gonna go home and watch it. This is I'm really stoked. Do you think I can jump in without having seen any of the other Transformers movies? Yeah. yeah right? I Easy. mean I haven't I haven't I think it's a sequel to Bumblebee. Is it really no. Is it really? Yeah, I think so. Is Haley Steinfeld in it? Who's that? It doesn't matter. 
Um, I'm pretty sure it's. <laughs> oh, this... you know what? You would have seen her in. She's in the remake of True Grit. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it's a remake of, or not a remake, a sequel, like timeline wise, because it takes this one takes place in like the nineties. Oh, that's fun. Um, yeah. Yeah. You don't need to see them. No. Okay, cool. And I it's mean, like unrelated to the Megan Fox ones, right? I assumed they were. I assumed it was the next in the Megan Fox. See, I know that she hasn't been in them for a while, but. Yeah. I, I um. Maybe one of these days I'm going to get into all the Transformers movies and watch them from the beginning. But famously, people don't like them very much. So They're so bad. <laughs> but I do. I do. I love Transformers. I love Big Robot. I know. Well, I remember the first Shia LaBeouf one being fun yeah michael bay yeah bayham Bayham. um and there was definitely one that came later on that had like creepy robots in it i I like that i wanted to see the creepy robots yeah all right maybe we're gonna do a a little cell phone transformer does he turn into a cell phone yeah oh that's a bad guy oh (laughs) it's It's not very threatening bad 